Did you already start it? Mm-hmm. Hey, you start a show. This is an explicit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you must be 18 years or older. <laughs> I can't believe you farted right then. Yeah, uh-huh. say whatever you want it was. This is a fart. I heard it. Jesus Christ. We start momentarily. Well, yes. I'm Angie. You know oh, I'm Jay. If they are fucking listening, they don't know who we are. No, you said how we started. There are issues. How we started. <laughs> Just say, call me out. Right, well, so. introduce yourself and tell us who the hell you are real quick. I'm Riley Reyes. I'm a porn performer, sex educator, and sex work activist. Alright, that was my first question I was going to ask you. Should we call you a porn star, adult entertainer? I mean, I think we all aspire to be porn stars, but I would never be so ballsy as to call myself one. I think of myself as a happy B-list porn performer. Thank you very much. (laughs) Well, I'm going to go ahead and call you a porn star anyways. I love it. (laughs) Alright. Thank you. So, how did you get into porn? Well, let's see. I was lifestyle for a long time, and I thought it had always sounded like fun to do porn, but there was this big stigma and this idea that it would ruin your life or any of your other opportunities down the road. And I just finally got to where I had enough of a community around me that supported me and me living my lifestyle more openly that I didn't think me being in a couple adult films would actually negatively impact my life. So I went to try it out. And I really, really took to it. I honestly thought it was going to be a little sleazier and a little less fun. And it would just be a fun thing to do a few times. But I fell in love and uh, ended up moving out to California to make it my full-time job. Cool. Now, uh, you had a community. You're, were you uh, in swinging lifestyle, the uh, polyamory? What, what were you, BDSM, uh, kink? I'd say I lived in Brooklyn, and the group that I hung out with was at the intersection of polyamory, BDSM, and uh, burner culture. It's my main my main social group that I was in at the time that I jumped in. All right, we should what's, also wait. What's burner culture? Uh, burner are people who go to Burning Man. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure. I mean, I may you you guys may know, but somebody else may not. Oh, you were making sure what weed? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Good to it could have been weed. I mean, <laughs> it's valid. Weed is valid. This is definitely, definitely not live. If so, no. <laughs> I don't. We 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 don't record live ourselves, but we have been recorded live, which is a lot more stressful for me. <laughs> you worry about saying the wrong thing. I say I worry about people misunderstanding what I'm trying to say and not being able to explain it very well. So, like, radio shows are always frustrating for that reason. Anytime I've been on a radio show, there's this kind of sense that I have to nail it. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. everything I say has to be this nice little sound bite. We've only got an hour, and we have to make it sound amazing in yes. the time that we've got. It's yeah. Just, uh... Well, and not only that, is it, you don't always know the questions that are going to come at you, so you don't get time to detail out your answer and memorize it or whatever, so. Yeah. I request questions where I can, but, uh... <laughs> It's nice to be able to be on something incredibly casual. Yeah, well, we are that. We don't even know the questions we're going to ask normally. I only knew two questions I really wanted to ask you. The first one? No, no, no. He had three. Wait, wait. I had three. He had three. The first one was, what is your name? 
And I was like, everybody knows her name. Why why are you asking her name? So then I had two questions. Well, now I have two questions then. (laughs) He's a special number one. It was, Uh, what was your name? Well, okay. the real ones. All right, all right. Question number one. Have you ever thought about redoing Debbie Does Dallas? <laughs> but, I have never thought about redoing Debbie Does Dallas. But in Rio. So it's Ooh. Riley Does Rio. Or Riley in Rio. No, I Debbie Does love, Dallas. That would be I awesome. I love Riley Does Rio. Uh, I've been working on my Portuguese since I've been uh, locked in, and it's gotten, you know, slightly better on the scale of being incredibly mediocre. <laughs> I know Portuguese. No, he doesn't. I do. No, he knows one phrase. Eu quero de fude. What does that mean? Wanna fuck? It's, it's the vulgar. He learned it from the... Uh, from By the way, I learned this like eight years ago and I have been hitting the head a lot, so I'm not positive I'm not fucking it up now. You probably are. And I was probably drunk when I learned it. You were drunk. No, yeah, I was I'm not. I'm not. I'm not feeling super, uh, super positive that that's going to be the pronunciation. But I believe that that's probably the general gist. I don't know a lot of dirty talk in Portuguese, which means that maybe I should go down and do some Rio. And <laughs> I know. By the way, guys are usually really eager to teach you. You know, like Spanish-speaking guys. I'm like, oh, I'm working on my Spanish, but like, I don't know any like any. <laughs> They were like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to say, uh, please come on my face. <laughs> yeah, uh, I bet you will. I imagine guys are willing to teach you whatever the fuck you want to learn, <laughs> even if they don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they'll always try to be helpful. I have so many helpful uh, language tutors. Every time I go on an Instagram live and people find out that I speak both Spanish and Portuguese shittily, they're like, baby, I'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way she used shittily. Shittily. <laughs> I, I have a lot of grammar people that are willing to help me when I misspell stuff and use the wrong there or there where or which or all kinds of other stuff because I'm stupid. So yeah, people on the internet love to be pedantic. That's one of their favorite activities. So as soon yeah. as I look up what pedantic means, I'm going to get back to you on that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I like to correct you. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Teach you, learn you, kind of thing. But you generally just delete them and say, oh, I don't like you anyways. Yeah. You know, <laughs> All right. So I've never actually watched Debbie Does Dallas. So you're going to need to do a little work to figure out how to remake it <laughs> to Riley Does Rio. But I like the name. So you should do this. I like the name. I like the concept. I'm really into the idea of just like going and fucking a bunch of Brazilians, really, realistically. And I can work on my jujitsu while I'm there, which is like my main hobby besides sex. And now oh. that sex is my work, too, you know, it kind of blows the lines. But jiu-jitsu is just pure passion project, right? How long have you been practicing jiu-jitsu? Uh, about three years now. I mean, I can't I can't train with the with the corona going on, but I, I have been doing some drills at home on my mats, and I miss it. What kind of school? Was it the Gracie style? Uh, what style of jiu-jitsu? We asked because our friend is, has a studio here in uh, Dallas. Uh, yeah. And my professor is... Gracie trained, but he has professors under him who have been trained in a variety of styles. So we've got a Machado guy there. We've got a Tenth Planet guy there. So I get to learn a lot of different things from these incredible black belts that we've got at my gym. So I feel very lucky. But uh, the the figurehead of the whole place is Gracie trained. Yeah. 
That's why. That's what he was asking. He just didn't know how to say how it. How to say it? Yeah. Well, it's been a while since I paid attention to that stuff. We used to work with a guy who uh, left where we work and started his own school. And he was Gracie trained. And then he was with the Machado brothers and... Uh, a few other people. And now the, he... The planet one. I forgot what the hell. What you, you the just said. The planet. Uh, yeah. 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 Those, are, I, those are, I think, the biggest sort of schools of jujitsu when you think of yeah. what style someone might do. Now, now he trains some of the Texas Rangers, the baseball team. So oh, very there, cool. there's a there's a handful of them that go to him for for training workouts, but you know that's neither here nor there, right? Yeah. All I remember that his daughter started doing it when she was ten, and she was winning tournaments when she was in her teens, and I just kept thinking, she's really hot. She could probably go somewhere with this just because she's really cute and really good at it, which I know it should be being good at it should be more important. But it's not. The, the combination certainly makes you uh, marketable in a lot of ways. Because people love to see a good fighter. And people love to see a good fighter who's easy on the eyes. Especially if, if you're a girl. I know that I see that a lot when people are watching the UFC. At the end of the day, what we want is a good fight. But it's always nice when she's cute. No. And you'd like to see the hot ones. Yeah, there's Although, not that many anymore. Wait. Would you consider Chuck Liddell hot? Do you remember He's Chuck Liddell? old for... Kind of older. If she's only been doing it a few years. I don't know how old she is, so. Well, I am am a 31, and I haven't been following uh, any kind of martial arts or UFC before this. And honestly, I don't really keep up with it as well as I should. I I like to practice, but I've got such ADD, and I'm so fidgety. Like, you can't get me in front of a screen for a very long time. I'll wander off, get a drink, start talking to someone, miss the fight. <laughs> yeah, which we can understand that. Yeah, <laughs> Chuck Liddell had a he had a dad bod. He was a champ, and he he had a beer belly. Yeah, so <laughs> she thought he was hot, and I was like, going. That was that was fifteen years ago, though. Yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> you were like fifteen, so you weren't watching then. You were. <laughs> That's why. Oh said. my goodness, no, I was not. All right, so I've never Carolina. actually, I've never actually watched any of your stuff because. uh the first time I ever clicked on it, there was this guy who was, you know, uh, just just huge. And I'm like going, well, I can't picture myself as that guy, so I can't watch this. And uh, <laughs> so my question is, were you a size queen before you started doing porn? I don't mean that to be insulting. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. I've, I've never been a size queen. Uh, I have not become one since doing porn. Uh, I... I I'll do a humiliation fetish for people who are into that on my femdom store. But I'm very open when everyone asks me, which they do every single time I go on Instagram live, people ask me what the ideal size is. And I'm like connected to someone you like. Like really realistically, there's a large range of things that can get me off. And I just don't really care about pulling out a ruler. It's not important to me. I understand that it is to some people, and I, I mean, I like a good stretch from time to time, but the thing is, if I'm in a mood to get stretched out, like everybody got a hand, like we can just see if we fist me, like that's fine. I'm just not, I'm just not real intense about, about dick size being important to me. And I'm always giving the guys a talking to when I'm on, when I'm on my Instagram live, I'm like, 
listen, you really sh- if you spend half as much time worrying about learning how to be good at fucking as you worry about your dick size, you would be so fun. You would always get called back. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe get a personality. Like, I don't know. I don't know what girls like. Like, you know, some girls, they like money. Some girls, they like a guy who, who tells jokes. Some girls, they like a guy who does martial arts. Some girls, they like a guy who plays a guitar. Whatever. It cultivates some stuff that women find attractive. Women decide whether or not they're going to fuck you, like, really, really quickly just based on your vibe and probably aren't going to change their mind once they see your dick as long as you make them come. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I figured out a long time ago that actually men are way more concerned with size than any woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, guys are super size queens. Uh, and, you know, a funny thing, since I do femdom stuff a lot, I've noticed... Um, Guys are size queens about receiving too. They just they just want to keep like stretching bigger and more and like fit more in their ass. And I'm like, dang, they'll go buck wild. We, I'm I'm legitimately impressed by like the way in which men are into size. It's like a whole thing. We actually just recorded a couple days ago Saturday night uh, with a friend of ours who's bisexual, and he was saying if a guy ever wants to top him, and his his dick isn't bigger than his own, then it's not. He's gonna like happen. no. He's, he, I'm not interested in anything going in me that's not bigger than what I got. And I'm like, He's like, I really appreciate that that guy is reaffirming what I just said. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> I was just like, as soon as you said it, it made me think of it. I was like, oh, yep. He nailed it. It was exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. I'm sorry. They go hard. Hey, I'm, I'm very happy that girls don't worry so much about size. Now. I don't care. I recently lost about two inches of my dick. It's a whole other story, but wow, that sounds like a story. Yeah, <laughs> I he, have, he now has a robo penis. I have a prosthetic penis, so I lost about two inches in getting it. But the thing wait, is, wait, wait, wait. that's a cool pickup line, though. Not really, because mm. it, it, it doesn't come. Like, you have to explain the story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're gonna we have to we have to kind of explain it to people when we get back out in the lifestyle before we play. It's gonna have to be a topic that's brought up beforehand because. He was like, no, I don't think I need to tell anybody. I'm like, I think you do, because if a girl's down there giving you a blowjob and it's never getting hard, then they're gonna, she feels like she's going to do something, she's doing something wrong, or, you know, so you're going to need to explain to her it's not getting hard because you're not pumping it up, <laughs> not because she's not doing a good job. So we, we've, had to, we've had that discussion that we're actually going to have to put it in the forefront of our conversation when we decide we want to play with somebody else. Yeah, it's important to tell people if you've got, like, health-related stuff that's going to affect play. And usually people are, people when you tell them are really cool, because again, of the thing I already said, where they decided already if they want to fuck you based on your yeah. vibe, so whatever they can do to get there and make it happen, they're going to be about. Speaking yeah. of that, have you ever uh, played with someone with a fake penis, or penile prosthetic? I have not ever played with anyone with a penile prosthetic. That would be, that would be new for me. So... On to my second question. <laughs> okay. At what point did you decide you wanted to have sex with me? <laughs> oh, that was good. That was a very smooth transition. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you for setting me up, baby. You're welcome. <laughs> it was an honest question, though. It wasn't my intent to set you up. It just, what the way it happened on second, I gotta go get my hair tied. Oh, man. You just like nailed that. I like, I appreciate I appreciate that kind of game. I feel you're avoiding the question. <laughs> I am is. avoiding the question. <laughs> I don't know, man. She doesn't know I you tend that to well. like 
be pretty be pretty like game as a human being i guess <laughs> i'm like oh like you know these people seem nice like <laughs> like that sounds like a cool time i've never done this before legit okay sign me up i could just i check it off of my uh, life bingo <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true the sales the sales pitch of you could have a new and novel experience was actually effective there you go and i guarantee one of us has a good time probably <laughs> me but one of us will enjoy it Oh, I don't consider that a negotiable thing, really. I, um, <laughs> I'm a person who has a good time. If I'm not having a good time, I will involve another person. I will tell you what to do. I will, I will have a, a good time, which is a really important trait to have. I think especially as like a woman in the scene, or if you're going to be going out and playing, because lots of times you can just end up like, especially since I am like pretty notoriously down, you can end up just kind of being a prop and like getting moved around doing a bunch of like stuff. And if you don't take your own pleasure into your own hands and be really assertive about what will make it fun for you, then you go home at the end of the night and you're like exhausted but unsatisfied. And I've been in that place, especially when I was in my early 20s, where sometimes I would just be like wanting to have new experiences. But then the quality of the experiences was kind of low because I wasn't good at advocating for myself and my pleasure yet. So that took some practice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think um, what I've been running into recently is is that um, I'm intimidating people because I tell them what I don't like and what I do like. So it's it's intimidating for people. So I, don't, I relate I don't to that. <laughs> it is it is very yeah. It took you a while to get there. It took me a long time to get there. It took a lot of uh, self confidence and self you know self reflection to get to there. But it wasn't like it started almost immediately. Mm. Oh, and then, like, and do people appreciate your hard work and learning how to know yourself and communicate your needs? No, they're like, oh, she's super forward and pushy. It's like, <laughs> well, what do you want from me? Haven't really been called pushy, just, um, just very direct. And I'm like, if I don't like something, then I will physically remove somebody, <laughs> you know, and then say, oh, I don't like this, you know, or, you know, let's not do that anymore or something, you know, I, but I'm, but I am confident in that part of it where a lot of women aren't. So I think yeah. that that's what, that's different for them. I think that's a really important skill to, to learn if you're going to be, if you're going to want to be in the lifestyle for any length of time is to, is to take that into your own hands. It, it is. It, you know, I try to tell a lot of women, uh, I try to put them at ease at one point by telling them basically what I told you a little bit ago. One of us is going to have a good time. I'd like it to be you and me, <laughs> but I know at least one of us is going to have a good time. So if, if you you're did, not willing to tell me what you want, yeah. then I'm going to try to do what you want and do what I want. But if you'll give me... It's a good joke. Yeah. And, it, and like it makes people laugh, so it like diffuses tension. And then it also leads to... like. Almost exactly what I replied. Like, oh, well, I want to have a good time, so now I'm going to tell you how I'm going to do that. Yes. Yes. You know? That's what I love. I'm like, going, if I'm doing something that somebody don't like, for God's sakes, tell me. I'll do something else. I, I want you to have a good time, so you'll brag about it and tell other people. <laughs> this is what I'm aiming <laughs> right. for. Right. Like, I'm not heterosexual, right? I like, I like to fuck women, and uh, I have to say there's a lot more 
variety in types of stimulation that women could enjoy or not enjoy. There's like a huge swath of like what will work or won't work on, on a woman. So I always desperately want them to tell me whether things are working. I'm like, please just like put up like a neon signs, like wave me down the like aisle, explain everything to me. I'm, I'm good at following instructions. I like receiving feedback and like, if what I'm doing is working, I will keep doing it until it feels like my arm is about to fall off. Just tell me. <laughs> okay. Quick question. Ange, as soon as she said she likes men and women, did you look at her fingernails? I did not. I did. As soon as she, she was talking like this when she said it, and I was like going... Does she have the lesbian cut? She, she has, has lesbian, lesbian nails. <laughs> uh, also important for jujitsu. Yes, it is, actually. I think nails would work really good for jujitsu. Wait, are you allowed to scratch? No. <laughs> That's not in the rules. That's not the IBJJF rules. Yeah, you don't okay. get to scratch. They're good but, uh, when you really fight. I definitely, I definitely have to keep short nails for um, for the combination of martial arts and lesbianism. It really, you can't have anything. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. We like all the ones that uh, talk about their not yesterday. Well, whatever it was that they're bi furious. Yet they come in to the to the club or to the room or whatever to play with three inch nails. And you're like, yeah. You're not you're not sticking that in me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, at that point, I I just assume that is a femme who likes to use her mouth and toys. Uh, hopefully, not a complete pillow princess, because while that can sometimes be cute, and I don't mind topping, like I'd like to get some of my own. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact she used pillow princess. Yeah, yeah, weren't we discussing that's that with yes. the lesbians? Up here. Not down there. You stay in the north, uh, the top of the equator. Don't go below. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've um, I've definitely seen some of that, too. They're like, listen, women are pretty, and I like boobs and making out, but here's the thing. Vaginas aren't my thing, and but they're fine if you do something to them, and that's, that's the thing that I like to know. I mean, lots of people who are more traditionally termed pillow princesses are, like, sort of, like, lazy bottom only type lesbians and you can like get them to eat your pussy but like they but do you want them to they want to be more submissive they want to like they want to have you take the lead and stuff which is fun sometimes but if someone is always like that it's like it's almost a little bit like dead fish like come on come on participate in this project yeah that's what she calls herself starfish yeah yeah that is starfish i've heard that one I've heard some of the porn girls called that. A starfish. <laughs> it's, it's a bizarre thing to be. I think, you know, if now, you get a weird cross-section of girls in porn. Like, there's some people who are really, like, into sex and her lifestyle, and this is why they got into it is because they wanted to be experimental. There's other people who, like, just are pretty, and they figured out that that works for them, but they're not super into it. And they've got this whole spectrum of people sort of in between who like, you know, maybe dipped in for a while because they really needed money or people who, you know, like sex, but maybe only like half of the acts that they portray on camera. So like their scenes vary a lot in energy level. There's some who really like doing the heavy acting. Uh, there's some who really like the heavy BDSM. There's a whole variety of subsets of people. And it's interesting that fans like either assume that we're all faking it in for the money or that we're all super sluts. Or some other thing when really there's like a bunch of different types of porn girls. Which makes sense once you say it. It does. Mm. It's valid. It's just like the lifestyle. 
Like anybody. Yeah. There's wow. some that are really into it, some that are just, yeah, I like the parties. Sex comes with it. Alexa. What the hell is Alexa beeping for? I don't know. Sorry, our Alexa likes you. When you mm, talk, I'm it goes very off. Very likable. It was. You are very likable. <laughs> and you're very modest. I think it's Jesus. Yeah, I know. That's a, one of my other fine traits. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's stop talking about you. It's it's about it's a confidence. It's, let's stop talking about you then, and let's talk about us. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember when you met us? I I assume it was at one of the big weekends, which means everything is a blur, and I do not know. So the first time you met us was at, both times were at Naughty New Orleans. Naughty, yeah. Yeah. The first time was at the Dixie, what the hell's the thing called? The place for breakfast. Right across from it. Daisy Dukes. Oh, I Daisy love Dukes. that little joint. Daisy Dukes. And you were sitting there on your phone, and I just happened to sit down at your table and started chit-chatting with everybody while we were because waiting in line. Because everybody had wristbands on. I said hi to everybody. You paid no attention whatsoever. Hang on, just stick with me. Stick with me. I, I don't get her feelings. Don't worry about it, hon. What the, the funny thing is, my friend came up to let us know my table was ready, so I should get up and leave you all alone and come sit down. And as soon as he showed up and turned around to walk away, you all of a sudden were very interested. You were like, whoa, 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 whoa. What was whoa, that guy? Who, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> and I was like, that's Dan. And you were like, Dan looks like Wolverine. And I was like, Dan looks a lot like Wolverine. And you were like... <gasps> Well, I want to talk to Dan. I was like, well, give me your information. I'll let Dan know. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. And that does sound exactly like me. Like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. They're meeting a lot of people. I'm looking at my phone. This is, is that, is that Wolverine? Excuse me. I, I don't know anyone else here. Don't speak to me. Who is Wolverine? It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much how it went. I had to send him back to the table so you guys could talk for a second and Exchange information, whatever. But at any rate, last year, you uh, were sitting at our table for a little bit. We were talking. She was drunk off her ass. Last year, it was down at Jen Porter's piano bar, right? Yes. See, I don't remember. I I don't remember. Wait, wait, wait. I remember being at the piano bar, but I don't remember. The only reason you remember this is because I spilled my drink. I spilled your drink on your foot. Yeah, that was was definitely a thing that happened. (laughs) Angie only remembers the fact that I, I I had to send her to go buy you a drink. Yes. And then she comes back, and after we gave you your drink and you walked away, she looks at me and goes, don't get her any more drinks. She drinks Grey Goose. That's like $15 a freaking drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I don't even know. Did, I'm like, did I specify a liquor? Usually I'm like, I'll just drink whatever the well is. <laughs> Oh, that, I don't remember. I, again, I don't remember because I was drunk, so I don't remember meeting you at all, to be honest. It's I, I, quite possible you got creative with it because I, I am usually a well-drinking girl. Well, that's all right. You, you told us not to worry about it. I'm yeah, like, no, no, we're yeah. getting you another drink. Hang on. I don't remember, but I can't, I, it could have been someone else saying that's what it was, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, somebody, uh, I think I, it was... Uh, ASM magazine. Somebody else could have told me what you were drinking, and then that's what I ended up getting you. So it, it may not have Heaven been you. Only <laughs> but I was just like, don't spill any more fucking drinks because that was $15 drink. <laughs> not that I care, but if I'm going to drink a lot, I don't want to spend a lot while I'm drinking. So. <laughs> that's not what drinks usually cost in New Orleans, too. 
although inside the hotel was always more expensive, but in New Orleans in general, like, yeah. you can just, you can get a drink for a shiny nickel. Yes. <laughs> I think you can get a drink for a shiny nickel, and so can she. Oh, you can. I'm paying. If you display enough rainbow, you can get some. Hey. No, I've never had a gay guy hit on me in a bar. You know this. <laughs> and I've tried yeah. to get them to hit on me. Yeah. Before I mean, last naughty, I came up a day early, and I just ended up walking around, uh, just around the quarter, kind of just like seeing what was there. And I ended up in a gay bar because there was like karaoke going on that looked fun. So the people singing show tunes, and I ended up inside. And I actually ended up skinny dipping in like a pool in one of those like little fenced in houses in the quarter with this like lesbian who was in from out of town with her friends, like completely unrelated to naughty at all. It was it was a, a wonderful wild New Orleans adventure and then everyone started to show up for the uh, the conference. That sounds like fun. That does sound like fun. Yeah, I was I was very I was very pleased with the, the random happenstance of hearing show tunes blaring from a bar and then having a gay vacationer take a liking to me. Did the night end well for you? You know what? We we didn't, like, fully seal the deal. We, like, played around a little bit and then, like, exchanged information. But then she was doing stuff with her friends. They drove out to the beach, and I was, like, giving classes, so I couldn't go with them on these, these excursions. So I never managed to, like, reconnect with her. Uh, but, I mean, it was naughty, so the rest of the weekend wasn't, like, a loss. It was just sort of a <laughs> misconnection. Yeah. Sometimes those are actually more fun. It's just kind of, like... Oh, it could have happened. The could have happens every now and then are better than the happened. Sometimes. And there's something magical about it, too. It's like this little, like, ships passing in the night type experience. I quite enjoyed it. Well, not only that, you can kind of make up your own little port in your head of what could have happened. Right. You know, your imagination <laughs> is often so much better than rea- reality. Oh, reality. <laughs> so, if you ever end up in Florida... We got some friends we're going to introduce you to. What part of Florida are y'all in? We're, we're not. We're in Texas. We're in Dallas. That's what I thought. Yeah. If you if you ever end up in Florida, we got some friends to introduce you to. They live in where the fuck Fort they live? Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Okay. They're yeah, they're lesbians that do a podcast. Nice. And they would love you. <laughs> as soon as I saw your okay. nails, I knew you were in. <laughs> I do. I do. Incredibly well in queer circles. I have a giant shelf full of strap-on options and, you know, well-manicured nails. I like to talk about gay rights and martial arts. Yeah, I do all right. So so did you do anything special for Pride? I know everything's kind of on lockdown, but did you do the... I know they had Global Pride this past weekend. Did you get in on any of that or... Is I haven't done any of the virtual Pride events. Um, right now, I've been mostly, when I do online activism, e-things, been a, sort of like donating to a lot more of the like, uh, you know, Black Lives and racial justice and a bunch of stuff moving and shaking around that is happening in the adult industry too, pushing for um, an end to racial stereotypes in porn, pushing for an end to... Uh, rate discrepancies based on race so that's been a lot of kind of my more activism otherwise for pride i'm just you know that's that's a good that's good though 
Yeah. <laughs> for, for pride, I'm, I'm being bi. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> queer pan. I'm like, I'm very fast and loose with my terms. Like, I know a lot of people are like, I'm not bi, I'm pan, or whatever. And I'm just, I just use a lot of the possible terms that could explain my queerness. I'm, it's all right. We don't know most of the terms. Fantastic. We go, we go with gay, bi, straight, we, or whatever the hell you want to call yourself. Tell us. We'll tell you. We'll call you that. I, I, and we're trans, not picky. Oh, trans. Well, Sexual. that's the ones that want to tell yeah. us. Yeah. 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 I, oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely orientation and gender, are like kind of almost on different spectrums, right? Absolutely. And I'm not a bright person, so it's like kind of hard to keep up with everything. And I'm just like, I, I don't have any hate in me. I'll, I'll whatever you want to call yourself and tell me, I'll, I'll do my best to call you that. And I it want you to be happy. It took over a year to figure that out with Tori and Saul. That's because I like calling them the lesbians. But they are not lesbians. Yes. Oh, are they not? What's, what's so going on there? another friend, some other friends of ours is two female couple it's two female bi couple they are bisexual they are not lesbians so but they are married they're two female married couple yeah i think i met them at the at the at naughty as well probably probably yes did, yeah. yes they yeah they were there uh she's uh um uh, soul dominican i don't want to get it wrong okay. i don't know how you say it I, I i definitely saw them okay and yeah, tori is canadian so mm-hmm. yeah um, I just enjoyed yes. calling them the lesbians. And I was like, they're not lesbians. Because I like saying that. And I kept telling him, we had an argument about it. I was like, they're not lesbians. He goes, they're two females and they're married. And I was like, yes, but they only play with dudes generally outside of their relationship. So That's really interesting. They consider themselves bisexual. And they were both previously married to men. Right, and I'll, and I'll use the term lesbian to refer to myself because, like, when I'm talking about my, like, woman-on-woman relationships, because, like, I kind of know everyone around me knows what I mean. And if someone wants to ask for clarification, I'll be like, wait, wait, don't you date guys? You'll be like, oh, yeah, I was just referring to the girl part. Like, yeah, that too. Um, so, But I know some people who are bi don't want to uh, be called that because they feel like it's, like, going to limit them or pigeonhole them. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I can yeah. see that. So it took a, a year for me to get him to get it correct. And then I finally told one of them to tell him. That's why I stopped. <laughs> I was like, y'all, he's not going to stop until one of y'all tell him. Because I keep arguing with him. She's like, okay, I'll just tell him. And I think it was Tori. You're a meanie. No, I, I want, I want, I, you were wanting to say something. You were being very clear I, and argumentative with me. I get a kick out of being an <laughs> asshole sometimes. He does. There you go. Well, and not, and then ignorance sometimes is me. Everybody. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody has a little bit of ignorance, so that's that's fair. Yeah, we're all we're all learning all we can, you know. And now it's like a pride. I guess pride's sort of winding down now. Well, it was Pride Month. June, the whole yeah. month of June. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So we're almost to the end of of Pride mm-hmm. Month. Yeah, just twenty four hours more, but it's okay. Sorry, I just got in a whole bunch of rainbow Yeah, we flags. ordered a bunch of rainbow flags so we can squat up with all of our friends the next time we hang out. Whenever we get a bunch of people together, we uh, squat up. So everybody wears like a rainbow bandana. So if we go out the bars, we can always we, find you can pick other. out who's with us. Nice. We're just weird. Color coding, that's smart. Well, that's, well, it's all because that one guy started it. And everybody loved it. So. Desi? Yeah. 
did. <laughs> All right. We're about done. Uh, do you have anything you want to pitch? Anything you want to talk about? Any, anything at all? Anything that's I on your mind. Do you want to just I talk about how incredibly handsome I am and how much you want to sleep with me? That's fine, too. I'm sure, I'm sure it would be. Okay. So. <laughs> that did not sound believable. <laughs> She's like me. She doesn't lie well. You're an actress. Come on. <laughs> I don't think I will. <laughs> I like you wanna, that. If you want to hire me for an acting gig, we can talk about that. If you want to hit on me, we can talk about it over a drink next time we're in an event together. <sighs> how about the next time you come to Dallas? We'll take you out to eat. Dallas, except to the airport, I think. We'll see. You need, a, really? you need a layover. We'll come pick you up. Take you to get something to eat. You need a nice long layover at DFW. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's more well, than an hour, it's fine, because we're only 10 minutes from the airport. If anyone is, uh, has heard this and for whatever reason wants to go look me up after listening to me talk about uh, jiu-jitsu, lesbianism, swinging, and porn, they can find me at rileyreyes.com, which will link to all of my other things. That's R-I-L-E-Y-R-E-Y-E-S.com. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking, I, I know I'm either going to name this show Riley Does Rio or Shitty. What was it? Shitly. 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 One of those two. One of those two is the name. Shitly Trilingual. Shitly <laughs> Well, it's better than soliloquy because you still can't even say that word. No, I can't. <laughs> Not even gonna go for it. <laughs> All right, we're, 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 we're done. done. All right. Go to averageswingers.com and sign up for Cassidy and SDC for a free trial. You can email us at averageswingers at yahoo.com. Uh, don't care about it. Okay. Find us on Twitter at Average Swingers. Let me start. Life is short. I forgot that part. <laughs> Party naked. <laughs> I'm gonna go with nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, I didn't admit. Can you hear us? Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> what I'm having trouble with, though, is getting it to detect my mic. So we might just have to use my built-in mic because it's not responding at all to this. I don't know shit about this. Don't, don't, don't listen don't to him. Don't listen to him. You he probably know anything. way more about it than I do. I think that's quite possible. Snowball. There we go. Plugging it like in is always a good idea. Uh, moving closer, baby? Yeah, I was trying. There we go. <laughs> Life is short. Party naked. naked. Hi. Do it again. Uh, now do it sexy. Now do it sexy? What am I saying? Life is short. Party naked. Okay. Describe your wife's tits for me in a second, because that's still fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> now say life is short. Party naked. Life is short. Party naked. Alright. And her perfectly round tits with X marks the spot. Show us <laughs> where the treasure is. She had to paste these on. You got. Sunburnt boobs with white nipples. Oh my god. Alright, now I'll leave you guys alone. I'm sorry. Huh? I'll leave you guys alone now. I'm sorry. I just wanted to get that. See you guys. God damn nice ass. Right. 
rileyreyes.com, which will link to all of my other things. That's R-I-L-E-Y-R-E-Y-E-S.com.